Hi, I'm Maddie, and I don't have a hobby. Hi, I'm Haley, and I have too many hobbies. And I've taken it upon myself to get Maddie hooked on just about anything. In this podcast, we're talking true crime. We're talking Enneagram. We're talking mental health. We're talking Scientology. And just about everything in between. So we're inviting you on a journey that you definitely didn't ask to be invited on. In the hopes that you too would like to be Average, average girls Average and Average and Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome to the Head Triad episode of Two of What? This is episode two of our Enneagram. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. So if you need any explanation on the Enneagram, what the Enneagram is, what the heck we're talking about, go to our heart triad episode, which is episode one. Yep. We'll do like a little brief baby intro, but basically, long story short, we're not going to be doing taking the Enneagram for you and telling you what you are. We're not the experts, but you are the expert on you. So go read a book, yep. go online, take the test, figure out what you think you are. Um, I definitely recommend reading the books because I don't think online tells you enough. So yeah, I agree. I think, did you miss tests the first time you took it? Yes. Because I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways, we're going to do a hot take really quick and then jump into it all. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather have an obsessive, insane person love you or hate you? <gasps> okay, but obsessive as in like, are they stalking me? Yeah, they're crazy. Like, they're on the crazy side of the spectrum for both love or hate. I mean, I would rather have them love me because I don't want to get chopped up into a million pieces. No, they're not going to kill you. But then what are they going to try to do? They just hate you. They're going to ruin your life. Okay, yeah, no. I don't want my life ruined. <laughs> I guess that's an easier answer than I thought. Yeah, I just well, I just don't want my life ruined. I mean, uh, granted, if someone obsessively loves you, that's scary too. Yeah, that's freaky to me. I mean, yeah, but like, come on. I don't <laughs> want anyone to hate me in general. I get that. And I think I would make it my personal mission to make them not hate me. You know the one episode oh, of The Office where Pam is like, I, she, they were like, Pam thinks that if she just met Al-Qaeda, they wouldn't hate her. And then it, like, it goes to the scene of her, and she's like, well, if if they got to know me, they wouldn't hate me. That's exactly how I feel. Oh, my God. I'm with you, though. I would rather have someone obsessively love me than hate me, but still both just sound absolutely terrible. But then I get free reign to be kind of mean if they just obsessively love me. Oh, I don't want to do that. No, but if someone – okay, if you have a stalker who, like, is at your house all the time professing their love to you, you'd get so annoyed. Yeah. You'd be like, get away from me. And they still love you. They're like, oh, I love it. Oh, my God. I love that. That's so hot. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. The head triad is numbers five, six, and seven. So Mm -hmm. they're also considered the thinking triad. Um, The theme for them is of inner guidance and support. So basically the common theme that runs through all three numbers is anxiety and insecurity. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It doesn't sound awesome. It really doesn't. Um, Each of the types handle that differently, though. So, like, where sevens completely push that away and pretend like it's not happening. Mm -hmm. Sixes can over-identify. And fives, Mm -hmm. they they can think their way through it. Um, Fives are the... Fives are the investigator. Fives are the investigator. Um, Six are the loyalists. Seven are the enthusiasts. They're... Biggest fear in general for the three is um, there's difficulty making decisions and plans. Yeah. Do you think you'd like that, though? No. No? (laughs) Yeah. No. But I think that's part of where my – the fear part comes in Mm -hmm. is because making plans and being organized um, gives me a weird sense of security. Ah, okay, okay. But I also am not an over planner. We'll talk about wings, I'm sure, a different time. Yeah. But a lot for right now. Yeah. I go a little bit. I have some spontaneity 
in my system. Right. And that, but that's mostly your seven. Yeah. Your I just, seven well, I like to create a guideline yeah. and I can go off that. Okay. Makes sense. We are going to go over our Enneagram fives first because we love Enneagram fives, even though I don't get them at all. But that I sounds love them. so sarcastic. No, I really do love them. Um, one of our best friends, Grace, is a five. Um, I know a couple fives that I really, really like. But fives are, fives are a rarity. I feel like I don't know that many fives. Me either. But the ones that I know, I like. Yeah, me too. I always appreciate a good five. So basically, the five's basic fear is... The five's basic fear is... Being dumb. (laughs) Basically, being incapable, useless, or helpless. Yes. Uh, Their basic desire is to be capable and competent. Um, They want to process knowledge to understand the environment, to have everything figured out as a way of defending themselves from threats from the environment. Yeah. Um, Such an interesting view. Yes. Very interesting. And it is really interesting too, because like Maddie said, there's wings and you, sometimes your wings are like the exact opposite of your fears and desires. It's very complicated if you don't know what the Enneagram is, but if you do, you know what we're saying. Um, But if whenever fives go into like four territory, it's really weird because I know our friend Kyle and Kyle Brown and I have talked about this where you're so objective and like to the fact or to the fact is not a phrase <laughs> I can't to the point to the point and very like uh, what's the word you're, you're, you're for? going like, from a complete thought process of logic mm-hmm. to all of a sudden this abandonment into emotion yes 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 and that can be a really like that's just sticky water so you're like yeah okay I don't know if I'm thinking this or am I feeling this and which one's right Right. And they usually value logic over emotion. Yes. So then when they get emotional, it's like, what, who, yeah. who is, who are am I? Yeah. <laughs> Fives normally are not your friends that you're necessarily going crying to. No. They can be a support in a different way, but they're not like, yes. they're going to give you like, okay, well, here's like A, B, and C of how we're going to get out of this or how we're going to figure this out. But it's not. Like, yeah. I'm going to a five when I'm like, okay, these are all my options. Yes. Help me rule out which one is the best option and like help me make a wise decision. Yes. I'm not going to my five friends when I'm like, I had a hard day and yes. this is what happened. I just need a shoulder to cry on. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't know what to do with it. They're going to be like, uh, happens to everybody. <laughs> uh, You're just, not special. It's just the ratio, okay? You're <laughs> bound to have a couple bad days. Yeah. Suck it up, buttercup. Which sometimes I do like going to people like that when yes. I'm emotional. And then I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, I'm not special. Yeah, I needed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for an example, our friend Grace, we did our Secret Santa this past year and I got her. And I ended up getting her a fun facts book mm-hmm. of just random information and a trivia game on facts about the United States. And she blew through both of those in the matter of like a month. She she was almost teary-eyed whenever we gave them to her. Because <laughs> it really she, was the best gift. It really was. I, I got to say, she's very like wants to know everything about Like she's like our fun fact friend of we'll all be sitting around and she'll be like, so do you guys want to hear about the royal family? We're like, what? How do you know that much information the about that? The perfect example is when she was like, guys, the other night I couldn't go to bed because I couldn't think of the third branch of government. Of government. Yes. She was like, I knew judicial. I knew. <laughs> Executive. But I couldn't think of. And she and she was Googling it. Like at 4 a.m. She couldn't go back to sleep. And yes. she's Googling the legislative branch. We were like, Grace, what do you think about whenever you go to bed? And she was thinking like, she literally said to us, gun control I think about like and then she was putting like there's random things that are ideas which I just don't do 
Never. Ever. I need scenarios to run through my head. Like I've lived an entire life by the time I fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. And Grace has, think, has thought through gun control. Right. We're always thinking and filtering about people. Mm-hmm. And she's oftentimes thinking and filtering about ideas. Yes. Yeah. Which is wild to me. So wild to me. I can't even fathom that. Me either. It's very interesting. Her brain is a whole other opposite that I don't get. I love it, though. Oh, I love it, too. It gives a whole other perspective that I don't have. Mm-hmm. Um, type 5 goes to an 8 or in growth. In growth. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then they go to a 7 in stress, which is oh. super interesting, and I forget that a lot. I think, that'll, I think I forget that a lot, too. Yeah. When they are moving towards growth, mm-hmm. um, they are more brave, assertive, self-confident, mm-hmm. high energy, which fives notoriously have low energy reserves oh, for people. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're open-hearted and determined. I think that's something I've always liked about fives because I think I resonate yeah. of, like, hitting your energy out. tap at the exact – like, you know the exact moment it happens. You're like, <gasps> yep, time to go home. It's over. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah. I'm just done. I don't have that. Yeah, I love that about fives. Mm-hmm. When they're in stress, they become more scattered. They hide from their feelings. Mm. They become more paid avoidant. Yeah. Um, they can be insensitive, unreliable, and unrealistic. Ooh, ouch. Yeah. I don't like it. Me. For them or for me. But yeah, I think fives are a grand old time. So these are some things if you're a five, you may or may not see yourself in. I really do care about you. I'm just not good at showing it. And okay. that's a key part of knowing your five friends. 100%. Is knowing that they're, like we said before, they're not going to be the super lovey-dovey. Like whenever I see Haley, we greet each other with like a kiss on the mouth every time. <laughs> like it's a little bit overdone. You know what I mean? Like It's true. Haley will just come sit in my lap and we'll like watch a three-hour movie yeah, in yeah, the yeah. same position. And mm-hmm. we're just like our face it's is fine. on each other's face. Yeah, it's fine. And then – to go from that to like a friend who will not touch you, and yeah. Also, like isn't. Grace will pat you with a broom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you were to cry in front of a five, they're looking at you like, oh. Yeah, oh, and oh, it's oh. not ever that they don't care. No, never. And you never question that. You just know that they're gonna be like, it's that, gonna be because they know it's gonna be okay. And whenever you're in full breakdown mode, you're not so sure. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, you think I'm bored all the time? Ha! Jokes on you. Okay, that's funny because that their brains have to be so yes, and other people may or may not identify all the things that they are intrigued by. Yeah, and so they're like, I don't really know what they do when they leave at six p.m. from the party. Like, just like seeing, yeah, I've discovered everything about the legislative branch. <laughs> people annoy me, but I still care about them deeply. Okay, yeah, yeah. If you break my trust, good luck getting it back easily. Okay, I could see that. I think that's a six swing. It must be. It has to be. I mean, they're close. It's probably a triad thing. Maybe. You have opinions? Well, I have answers. <gasps> that's a great phrase. Oh, that's really good. I think that's why Grace and I, I think we're on the same page about a lot. Probably not everything, but we don't really talk about it because I have a lot. I mean, I think I have answers, but I the also have mostly opinions. The things that you guys differ on, you both have what you would quote as an answer. Yes. And they're different answers. Mm -hmm. So there's no room for opinion. It's just like, it's going to turn into like a, like she would tell me that I don't have answers and I would tell her that she doesn't have actual opinions. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's what would be the thing. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. That's an interesting phrase though. I really like that. Alone time is the key to my success. I don't know any, and obviously we're targeting Grace in this because we know her (laughs) very, very well, but even all the other fives that I know, need huge amount of alone time yeah. to recharge mm-hmm. and to like 
feel their best self. Yeah, I think any five I know is like that. Yeah, super interesting. I love fives. I love fives. Moving Great right along. Enneagram six. I wanted to do Maddie's Enneagram first, but she wouldn't let me. So yeah, because this is terrifying. <sighs> okay, so Enneagram six is the loyalist. Uh, And so they're described as engaging, responsible, anxious, and suspicious, which I think are probably all words that describe you. (laughs) Their basic fear. To be without support or guidance. Basic desire is to have security and support. So Maddie's kind of a weird, you're a weird blend because there's phobic sixes and counterphobic sixes, which is a whole other beast in itself. Yeah. Which, do you want to explain that? Basically, the thinking triad or the head triad their biggest issue is fear. Mm -hmm. Like that's what it boils down to. Fear, insecurity, whatever. Sixes have two lenses where they view this through. And I think that's why some sixes are very confused on if they're a six or not, because phobic sixes are highly talked about. And those are people who view fear almost in a paralyzing sense. Like I'm Mm -hmm. so overly aware of this fear that it's all Mm -hmm. consuming. Counterphobic sixes view fear as a launch pad. So it's like, I identify this and I'm almost obsessed with tackling it. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Or like running straight toward it. Mm -hmm. And so... (laughs) As you sleep with pepper spray in your apartment. (laughs) Okay. I'm not not healthy in all fronts. And not to say that healthy or the counterphobic sixes are healthy or not. It's just how you view it and how you approach the fear that you deal with every day. Mm -hmm. Because you could technically, a counterphobic six could still deal with fear in an unhealthy way. You're just going straight at it. No. Oh, and there's so many times I think in my way I wouldn't say that you would meet me and think that I'm a scared person Mm -mm. like at all but I have these weird categorized filing cabinets Mm -hmm. of what it are those like fear cabinets Mm -hmm. and those fear cabinets are at level 100 but it just isn't a a blanket over my life of fear yes I'm really not afraid of most things at all you just have certain things that are but the things that I am afraid of I'm very afraid of Mm -hmm. so when I'm counterphobic and I'm running straight toward everything it's so annoying and god bless Corey um for putting up with everything but I will basically like if I become aware of a fear I have to over explain and talk it through Mm -hmm. which is so annoying because you can do that with a hundred million different things but I just like I have to talk about it even though there's no reason processor in general yes but it's annoying, I'm sure. Sixes are considered some of the best friends that you can have because they're considered your go down with the ship friends. You, yeah. Maddie's a good friend. I'll give her I that. that thing till the wheels fall off. <laughs> sixes are great. I love sixes. I don't have. I think they're awesome. It's I funny. I hate most sixes. Do you really? Yes. Well, sixes actually are the most common Enneagram type, but they go mistyped a lot. And you went mistyped for like a year. Yes. And it's because I got typed as a two, Mm -hmm. but twos have, we didn't mention this in our other ones, but twos have a hard time saying no. They want to like please everybody Mm -hmm. in like a general sense. I have that gauge within my inner circle. Yeah. And so I thought that version of me was because I was a two, but then Mm -hmm. I was like, wait, if Sally Joe asked yeah. me to drive her to the airport, I'm just saying no. Right. Like I don't you don't feel bad about it. It's not no, like it's this. not me being a mean person or yeah. me being afraid that they're gonna view me through But a you don't really lens. care if she doesn't like you that much. Like, yeah. It's not I'm a big just deal. Like, okay, like sorry. I, hope I you think find that a ride. was whenever we realized that you were probably not a two was the day we were sitting on my couch yes. going through it. And I remember being like, Maddie, you don't have like you even don't people do that. Oh, I remember saying I there's even people that I don't like, I want them to like me and me not like them. Yeah, and and I don't you care. were like, 
that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. And I was like, Maddie, I just straight up don't know if you're a two. And we looked through six and we realized you fit everything yes. for that. And the thing about sixes that drive me absolutely nuts, and not every six is like this, but a lot of the ones that I know and the reason why I don't like them is they think everyone's out to get them. Mm-hmm. Like that's okay. so exhausting. Yeah. No yeah, one they can be very suspicious of other people and their intentions. Yeah, and I'm not suspicious of everyone on a general scale. I'm very suspicious about the things in the filing cabinets that mm-hmm. freak me out. And I think that half of half of it's that, and then half of it is that you're so protective of your inner circle. Like, yeah. I know if someone's coming up against me for anything, Maddie's my guard dog. Like, 100%. it's done and done. And I think any – like, yeah, they're going to go down with the ship. And so I think that yeah. plus the fact of, like, your file cabinet fears – Yes, exactly. So I'm not looking for guidance and support from everybody mm-hmm. at all. Just like, please don't circle. try and be that for me if no. you're not. Yeah. But if my inner circle were to betray that guidance or support, mm-hmm. that rips apart everything. That's true. Yeah. I would take away like your whole framework of how yeah. you everything. Anywho, sixes go to <laughs> nine in growth, which they can become more optimistic adaptive, calm, receptive, steady, and reassuring. Mm-hmm. And then they go to a three in stress, which they be- can become opportunistic, deceptive, arrogant, image-driven, terrified of fail- failure, mm-hmm. and extremely untrustworthy. Mm. Yeah. All my least favorite things. I know. About I, was a little, I was literally just thinking that. Yeah. Literally. That's so funny. If you're a six, you'll probably agree with these. If you stab me in the back, it'll really hurt me. Yes. Yeah. There's nothing worse. I think you I would think be crushed. For, I think everybody feels that way. Well, yeah, but I think that you, it would take down your entire yeah. worldview. I will say that in situations like that, if I open up and I like go to you for mm-hmm. that and then you just betray the support, not the opinion. You don't have to agree with me. In yeah. fact, I really value honesty and mm-hmm. if you don't, whatever. But if all of a sudden you're like, I don't support you and I don't know who you are, I'm like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, you have a strong opinion about something? I feel that. I don't really get what that means. Stupid. Sixes have strong <laughs> opinions about things? I guess. I don't. I didn't know that. Me either. <laughs> I'm always seeking ways to avoid getting hurt. Do you think you do that? And this goes back to the whole like categorized fear thing. Oh, right, right, right. I, I don't think but people you are out to get me. Uh-huh. So I'm not like trying to constantly avoid my coworkers and my boss and my friends friends that I think are gonna hurt me but I think you also run towards that I think that's the counterphobic thing too where like because you're confrontational and you're like well no we're gonna tackle it head-on we're not gonna avoid yeah but I'm just not afraid of getting hurt by other people I'm afraid of getting hurt by my inner circle right okay (laughs) right right okay yes moving on (laughs) if you feel like I'm testing you're loyal to me you're right I don't think I'm like that either you don't think that you test people like that? Uh-uh. Good to know. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's really fair. To test people? I think it can get unhealthy really quick. I'll say mm-hmm. that. If I'm not confident about something, forget about it. That's kind of true. I was just going to say, yeah. yeah. I don't like doing things that I I just think you're very think. sure of yourself in general. Like, yeah. You don't, I, don't, I can't see you making a decision if you aren't confident about, it. confident about it. Another thing about sixes that I just thought of a lot of times they they say that you have to have so many opinions from other people to mm-hmm. like reassure your yeah. decision. I don't have that either. No, I don't think you have that. I think that's annoying when people can't make decisions but for themselves. Yeah. I'm a brainstormer and a problem solver. I love yes. brainstorming and I love problem solving. Yeah. I think because you're not usually attached to an outcome necessarily. You're like, yeah, okay, we're gonna we're troubleshoot gonna this. Out. Let's yes. go. Yeah. Yes, yes, I yes. like all the options. 
all the thought processes. Yeah. And, and you can devil's advocate them. stuff without being like a total buzzkill and being like, oh. okay, well, yeah, but you're like, okay, but like, let's try this theory out. If you do this and you say this, then what happens here? Yeah. But that's like, so fun to yes, me. Yes. No, I know. That's why I would go to you for those things. Cause I think that you like, you love doing that. Yeah. Okay. Next. So those are our sixes. We love sixes. Sometimes. I actually get along with sixes. You know who I don't get along with? Seven. Seven. I used to – seven used to be up there – With threes. With threes, but they're not anymore. Well, for you, but for me, twos and sevens notoriously are are at odds. Um, So sevens, their basic fear is of being deprived or in pain, Mm -hmm. and their basic desire is to be satisfied and content. So basically all of it revolves around being happy and feeling good feelings and feeling fulfilled, which I'm not against – (laughs) <laughs> but yeah so basically the majority of sevens are extroverted they're um optimistic versatile they're spontaneous playful practical high-spirited um they can be appreciative joyous and they're satisfied whenever they're at their best but whenever they're not at their best they can be shallow distracted impatient impulsive undisciplined yeah so seven if you want a hype man you got to have a seven friend yeah. in your group mm-hmm. like yeah yeah, yeah. They are the pick up whatever and jump in the car mm-hmm. at two in the morning and drive to the beach. Yes, yes. And that is what I love about them. And that's yeah. a page that I would take from their book is their like curiosity about things, mm-hmm. their willingness to be spontaneous, where like that just fights against my plans tooth and nail. Mm-hmm. I like secretly kind of appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I wish I could be more like that, but I'm just not. Sure. Um sevens. So basically they're in what they're in the head the head triad, which is odd and they end up there and there with fear and insecurity and stuff because sevens don't actually seem like that but it's there at their core and they're avoiding it they can be very pain yeah. avoidant which drives me crazy me too but um yeah that's their thing they don't want to feel it they don't want to feel uh trapped or controlled mm-hmm. into something so they tend to be really non-committal yes which it's is just a, like awesome <laughs> it's this the friend that like they have plans until another better plan comes up Mm -hmm. and they'll take that one yes which can be frustrating but i'm also weirdly jealous of all pain avoidant numbers because i can't avoid pain Mm -hmm. i have to tackle it yep and i have to acknowledge it and i wish i just had like an ounce like a little tiny ounce of pain avoidance because i think it would help me (laughs) i think my life would be easier if i were pain avoidant (laughs) just a tad no literally because if you have a really unhealthy seven hold on this thing actually has what it looks like to be a more unhealthy seven um where they can be restless uh like too spontaneous to the point where they're being completely reckless and being like unable to discriminate what they really need they're hyperactive unable to say no have constant activity uninhibited sometimes i think Whenever you get like that and everything is a desire to be happy, you can kind of forget about other people and other people's feelings mm-hmm. and how they would respond to things because it's like, nah, man, I'm just doing me. But like, oh, you just hurt everyone's feelings. <laughs> oh. But I'm glad you're doing you. Yeah, but congrats on doing you. You're just not going to have any friends. So you literally yeah. can only hang out with you. Yeah. Um, but the sevens that I do really appreciate are – more self-aware than that, which I think yeah. is an important Yeah, and this is on piece. such an interesting, weird line of health versus unhealth and all of the things that we're saying. Like, this is all on a very large spectrum. Right. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, sevens are equally, for me, equally as frustrating as they are worth having close friends with. I don't think I have too many really close sevens. Oh. See, this Just is a couple, but they're usually self-aware ones. 
and ones that are like willing to touch bottom with me and can yes. not be narcissistic. Yeah. Because I know a lot of sevens that are like that, that like don't really care about how your life is going because they want to get to the next best thing. Yeah. Yes. I agree with you. If they're willing to touch bottom with me and like, even if it's not addressing their own pain, but Mm -hmm. not shoving the idea that there's a glass half full somewhere all Mm -hmm. the time, I am down with. Pessimistic people piss me off, but equally so do overly optimistic people. Mm -hmm. And some sevens are like, overly optimistic yes. donkey and, and track yeah and i'm just like can we just have a balance can we just all be realists here yeah. for like two seconds yeah yeah yeah. just like a little bit i don't want to like be a total buzzkill but i also like i need to be in reality for two seconds yeah exactly um okay so sevens go to five in growth which is always very bizarre to me oh yeah very I bizarre even have that. they can have better foresight become more intentional they're able to sit with their pain Ooh. Um, they're observant, they're self-reliant, and they are okay with being alone. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can appreciate that. In stress, they go to a one, which is also very weird. Very. Those are two those different are types that are very contrary to a seven to me. Yes. If they go to one in stress, they can be judgmental, self-righteous, overly oh. critical, perfectionistic, irritable, and lose their sense of humor. Hmm. Super Aww. interesting. No, but I like your sense of humor. That's I what know. I like about that. Me too. Oh, yeah. Don't do that. So we'll go into, if you're seven, you might agree with these statements. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Security is absolutely vital to my life. That's interesting. And Yeah. I feel like sevens want to feel safe, but they don't want. More than anything. But they don't want commitment. The second one is funny to me. Okay. I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Do you know what that means? She got it on her. She got it on her. Is it? Hold on. It so literally it says, says, it spells it out like I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Do you know what that Oh, means? the sevens are really independent. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know that either. Oh, yeah. No, I knew that. Okay. I didn't. <laughs> okay. Um, I really want you to affirm all of the talent that I have. Yes. 100%. Every seven I know, I think. Yeah. The sun is always shining in my head. No negativity, please. Ugh. Yeah. That grosses me out. I, there's a time and place where I like right. it. Right. Well, there's a time and place, of course, but that's with anything. It's like also be part of the real world. Yeah. I'm sure being a realist is annoying to someone, too. Um, if you get in the way of my adventures, you will go down. Oh. Okay. I, see that. I can see that, yeah. Like, if you're not down, then just don't come. Yeah. Don't rain on my parade. I'm going to the beach even though it's 4 a.m. Oh, (laughs) I got work in the morning, guys. (laughs) I'm kind of like that, though. At least getting in the car. I think I'm both. I think I can do both. I'm not like, you're going down, but I'm like, yeah, I'm down. No, 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 I'm down. Yeah. Energy is the key to my relationships. Want to meet me halfway. They have to have someone that meets their energy. Yeah. Like they always have high slash good energy. So it's like. Well, yeah, you wouldn't want to be with someone who's a toad. Yeah, but I appreciate some people that have very low energy and aren't, like, the life of the party. I don't need them to meet me halfway. I'm just, but like... But sevens do. Yeah. Yeah, I would get that. Cool. Well, that's the enthusiast. And that is the head triad. Yeah. Do you feel seen and exposed? Yeah. Good. Average and audience.